It's time for the most interactive radio program in Las Vegas today. It's time for Pushing the Limits with Brian Shapiro. Brian will talk sports, politics, entertainment, and anything that matters to you. Feel free to call Brian at 702-221-7283. You want answers? I want the truth! Now Pushing the Limits, here's Brian Shapiro. What's up, everybody? Happy Hump Day. It is Wednesday. Appreciate all of you for joining us. It is PTL time, and we are broadcasting everywhere, of course, uh, on the FMAM dial. We're on YouTube, TikTok, Twitch, and, of course, the Occupy Democrats Network on their Facebook fan page. We ask you to subscribe uh, there. It's only $5 a cup of coffee. Uh, boy, do we have a lot to get to today. And I want to start off by saying this. We had a man by the name of George Chenos in studio yesterday. He's the former Nevada attorney general. Nice man. Totally disagree with his views on Vladimir Putin in Russia. And some would say, well, Brian, Harvard educated, you know, he knows what he's talking about. Smart guy. But just because you have a Harvard education, I wouldn't necessarily say you're right on everything. And I think George would agree with me on that. But we had a good, respectful conversation. It was at least 90 minutes. And... I was listening to two people on CNN yesterday that I respect very much. Um, Fred Gutenberg, who lost his daughter in the Parkland shooting. What a wonderful man. What a tragedy. What a wonderful man. What he's doing uh, in the name of his daughter, raising money for charity and talking about gun violence. And so Fred Gutenberg was on the show with Joe Walsh, former presidential candidate. Both of those men who I admire very much do this show all the time. If you're a fan of PTL, you see them on this show all the time. And they did a segment on CNN with Jake Tapper yesterday, and um, the segment was about, listen, we're not always going to get along with each other. We're not going to agree on everything, but it's important to have civil debates with people. And I agree, and I was really uh, taken aback, and uh, I admire what they're both doing. They're doing this tour Two people that don't agree on all the issues, but they respect one another, and they have good conversations, and they're really good friends. I think we can get there. But... Some of you might be saying, well, Brian, why do you call people right-wing buffoons? Why do you call people names? I'll tell you why. I can't have a conversation with somebody if they start off the conversation with Donald Trump won the 2020 election because they have no basis in reality. You can't talk to somebody like that. It's like talking to Alex Jones. I can't talk to somebody who says it's the Biden DOJ and the Democrats have gone after Donald Trump. And all these charges are fake or false. And Donald Trump is the next Messiah, so on and so forth. I can't have conversations with people like that. And I don't like it when people misquote me, misrepresent my opinions, and lie. Or they'll call into this show and they'll say, Brian, you're a liar. Okay, what did I lie about? Oh, I'll let you know next time I call in. I can't have conversations with people like that. And yes, a lot of these people are on the far right and brainwashed MAGA supporters. I can have conversations with people I disagree with. Yesterday was a perfect example that George is a really nice man, an educated man. I don't agree with him on Vladimir Putin. I don't. I don't think we should be negotiating with evil, murderous dictators. And I don't think Vladimir Putin would negotiate. And if he did, he certainly wouldn't be honorable with it. Just like I don't think Israel should negotiate with Hamas. Um, I don't think that's good foreign policy to be giving somebody 
who is a big threat to this country to giving them anything. That's my personal opinion. So I disagreed with George on a number of different issues, but I welcome him to come back because I think it's important to have those kind of conversations. We can disagree on things, but don't say things that are blatantly false, like Donald Trump won the 2020 election or the Biden crime family and talk about how Joe Biden's committed all these crimes when there's literally no evidence. That's when I get frustrated with you. Let's talk about policy disagreements. Let's do that. Let's have civil conversations. I'm all for it. But don't call into the show and say something stupid. I think that's very fair. Don't say something stupid. Don't talk about how you think drag queen reading is going to end the world. Okay? I don't I I I will not respond to bigotry, that type of hatred. And I'm not going to let people just throw things at a wall and hope it sticks. And and 99% of talk radio is conservative talk radio. You want to talk about Ecker Chambo radio. I'm proud of the fact that on this show, I interview more Republicans than Democrats. On this show, I don't want to interview people that I agree with. I don't want it to be a love fest like it was on Fox Noise yesterday. Did you see this Laura Ingram, Donald Trump town hall? What a joke. What an absolute joke. And in this first clip that I would like to play for you, Donald Trump is telling Laura Ingram, and Laura Ingram is an evil racist witch, by the way. She is an evil racist witch. Why do I say that? Shut up and dribble when it comes to LeBron James. Remember after Nipsey Hussle died, the guy wasn't even six feet underneath the ground. I guarantee you, Laura Ingram didn't even know who this guy was. And she did a segment uh, going after his lyrics. The guy was murdered. He did so much for his community. Positives. Laura Ingram's a racist, and there's a reason why her brother refuses to talk to her. Her brother happens to be an openly gay man. Won't talk to Laura Ingram because she is so anti-LGBT community. She's anti-black. She is a racist, and she is a phony. And if you don't believe me about Laura Ingram, here's a perfect example, ladies and gentlemen. During the January 6th insurrection, when officers were being beaten with their own batons, people were seriously injured that day in an attempt to overthrow our democracy, what would a normal human being think about? A normal human being would say, oh my God, these poor officers that are being hurt, right? We got to stop the madness. We don't want innocent people to be hurt or to be killed, right? I think that would be the first reaction. At least it's the reaction I had when I saw what was going on on January 6th. What was Laura Ingram's first reaction? She took the time with her little disgusting Trump fingers to text Mark Meadows, what did she say to Mark Meadows? Boy, we got to stop this because we don't want innocent people to get hurt. This is terrible for our country. No, that's not what she said. You know what she said? This is hurting Donald Trump's legacy. You see, she didn't worry about, and by the way, the text messages have become public. She didn't worry about the, the safety of our brave officers at the Capitol or Republicans and Democrats, politicians that were in the House chambers. She wasn't worried about them. She was worried about Donald Trump's legacy because Laura Ingram is an evil, racist witch. And should we be surprised that Fox News chose Laura Ingram to fluff Donald Trump on the air yesterday? Here's the first example of Donald Trump telling Laura Ingram on, on in this Fox News town hall that the fraud judgment that was leveled against him was a form of Nalvani. Folks, you can't make this up. Listen to this. How will you put up that kind of money because you have a bond to put up? Even if, if you appeal, you've got to put up escrow money. That's 
Uh, it's a lot it of, is lot of a no. form of Navalny. It is- what a joke. Navalny was a political prisoner. Navalny was murdered. Why? Because he was in opposition to the evil, murderous regime and dictator that is Vladimir Putin. And this man had the courage, because he's a hero, to go back to Russia and to try to fight this evil regime. He lived a hero and he dies a hero. And he had more courage in his pinky than Donald Trump had in his obese body. And for Donald Trump to compare Nalvani in any way, shape, or form to what he is going through is a joke. You are presumed innocent until guilty, until found guilty. There has to be overwhelming evidence to indict and then find somebody guilty. Donald Trump has his chance in court to defend himself. Nobody's murdering Donald Trump. Nobody's putting Donald Trump in prison for doing absolutely nothing wrong. And for him to make that comparison is so utterly disgusting. And while uh, we're talking about this, a U.S. citizen was arrested in Russia, a female on charges of treason for donating $51 to a Ukrainian charity. Russia's Federal Security Service said the detainee, a 33-year-old innocent woman, lives in Los Angeles, was arrested in Russia uh, in a Russian city for providing financial assistance to a foreign state in activities directed against Russian security. But you won't hear Donald Trump call that out. He didn't bring up Vladimir Putin yesterday, even though it was a d- direct questions about Vladimir Putin that were given to him. He won't call out Vladimir Putin like Joe Biden does. Why is it that Donald Trump refuses to call out Vladimir Putin really for anything? In fact, all I hear are praises to Vladimir Putin. Here's Donald Trump rambling on again like the buffoon that he is talking about Navalny in Russia. Have a listen to this. Navalny is a very sad situation and he's very brave. He was a very brave guy because he went back. He could have stayed away and frankly, probably would have been a lot better off staying away and talking from outside of the country as opposed to having to go back in because people thought that could happen and it did happen. And it's a horrible thing. But it's happening in our country, too. Uh, We are turning into a communist country in many ways. And if you look at it, I'm the leading candidate. I got indicted. I never heard of being indicted before. I was going to. I got indicted four times. I have eight or nine trials, all because of the fact that I'm and you know this all because of the fact that I'm in politics. No, it's not because of the fact that you are in politics. It's because of the fact that you defied a subpoena for a year. You took classified documents to Mar-a-Lago. You did not cooperate with the FBI like Joe Biden did. And you showed those documents to people that did not have security clearance. You broke finance laws as well. And you you know, estimated that Mar-a-Lago was worth billions of dollars when I think at the most people would appraise it at somewhere around 100 to $150 million. You lied. You're a fraud. You broke the law. You're going to be a convicted felon. Don't even get me started with the fact that Donald Trump had to deal with thousands of lawsuits way before he ever became the president, way before he put his name in the ring in politics. Donald Trump, thousands of lawsuits. So don't you give me the, oh, it's only because I was president of the United States. No, you're a liable rapist is what you are. And to compare yourself to Nalvani, who was a hero is a joke. Donald Trump has never done anything for anybody but himself in his entire life. The mistreatment of family members, the mistreatment of now ex-wives, even after they die, 
burying them on his golf course so he could save money on taxes. He is a despicable human being. He explains to Laura Ingram why he decides to stay in this race and be the next president, and it's hilarious. Hi, a lot of people would have said, I'm going to come out. Why are you staying in this? I can't because I want to make America great again. It's not great right now, and we can do that. We can do it. We can get it fixed. It's harder now. It would have been so much easier if we just finished off that. For Everything would have been so perfect. We had the border set. Everything was set to rock and roll. You did not have the border set. That is a lie. You said that you were going to build a wall. Only 16% of the wall was built and Mexico did not pay for it. That is a lie. You spent more money in four years than Obama spent in eight years. You are a liar. And he wants to stay in the race because he cares so much about you, right? Make America great again. Meanwhile, this is the same bumbling idiot who said he wanted the economy to crumble. Why? Because Joe Biden's president. Yeah, that's really make America great again and make it first, right? He wants the economy to crumble, which, by the way, it's not crumbling. Sorry to say for you MAGA supporters out there. And this was the conversation I had with George yesterday where I was mesmerized. When he said uh, that he didn't think COVID had anything to do with inflation, which obviously it's not an opinion. He's just wrong with all due respect to him. We have inflation all over the world. Is that Joe Biden's fault as well? No, it had to do with the war in the Ukraine and COVID. And inflation has gone down from double digits to now around 3%. NASDAQ looking great. Manufacturing booming right now. Unemployment rate lowest it's been in 50 years. But MAGA Republicans don't like facts. Donald Trump lying through his teeth, through his obese body, once again. And he talks now about debating Joe Biden, which I find very hilarious. Because it's Donald Trump that refused to get on a debate stage with all the other Republicans that were running for president. And and the excuse that he used and his surrogates use is, well, he was killing them in the polls, so it wouldn't have benefited him. Debating somebody is not always about what benefits you politically. It's about speaking to the country. But Donald Trump is now being Mr. Tough Guy. I'll debate Joe Biden right now. Listen to this. Um, would you would you challenge him? Uh, come on, Joe, you can do it. Will you challenge him to a debate regularly on focused specific topics? In other words, so it's not a wide ranging, just one debate on foreign policy. Well, I'll do it right now on your show. I'll challenge him right now. And I, we can do you. You can do anybody you want. I, I'll take anybody from uh, CNN, which is doing very poorly in the ratings, by the way, as you probably know. Not true. I, I'll take anybody because I think you have an obligation in this case. You really have an obligation to debate. So if you have an obligation to debate, then why is it that Donald Trump refused to get on a debate stage for several Republican debates? He is a liar and he is a hypocrite. Perhaps the only thing that I agree with him on in that statement, when we looked at Laura Ingram, he said, I'll do you. I'm sure Laura Ingram would love that. Laura Ingram, by the way, who wears the Donald Trump knee pads, I'm sure she would love that. Probably more enjoyable than Melania Trump would. He, He wasn't on a debate stage. It doesn't matter how many points he was up or what the polls say. I agree. You have an obligation to debate. I agree. Joe Biden should debate Donald Trump. But again, I say to Donald Trump, where were you the last six months? It's not all about you. Oh, I really don't have to be there because I'm way up in the polls. 
No, you have an obligation to the American people to be on that debate stage. Donald Trump has lived his life a coward by dodging the military and dodging debates. He is a coward. So I don't want to hear MAGA Republicans or Donald Trump saying, I want to debate Joe Biden. I'll do it right now. I'll do it with you, Laura Ingram. I'll do you. You weren't on a debate stage with Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, Vivek Ramaswamy. You are a hypocrite and you are a coward. Now, here's the point again. And you can't expect Laura Ingram to give Donald Trump any pushback at all because she's a joke. It's an embarrassment, the interview that she did with him in this town hall. It's an absolute embarrassment. The ass-kissing is at all-time high levels, ladies and gentlemen. She might be ass-kissing Donald Trump even more than a Sean Hannity does. There is absolutely no pushback. Now, here's the point where Donald Trump talks about the Biden crime family. But what we won't hear is about this FBI informant who lied. And now we're learning about where he got the information from, Russia. But you won't hear Donald Trump talk about that. You won't hear Laura Ingram talk about that. You won't hear Fox News talk about that. Here's who, in my opinion, is the criminal himself facing 91 felony counts, the liable rapist, talking about the Biden crime family. What do you think Hunter Biden did or promised or winked about to get that money that he got? He's obviously not a financial. Well, for many, many locations. I mean, from Ukraine, it was crazy because it was on the board. He was paid $183,000 a month. He got $3 million up front, according to what I read. But they say Joe Biden, there's no evidence that Joe Biden received any financial benefit personally. And to that, you say? Well, he's got a lot of houses all over the place, and he's never been paid more than about $179,000, I guess, is the top. Look, he's gotten a lot of money. Hunter's gotten a lot of money. Hunter gets millions of dollars just for sitting on a board, an energy board, and he admits that he knows nothing about energy. So do you hear that? Donald Trump's evidence that Joe Biden is a criminal is by something that I read. What does that mean? I read that Donald Trump's a rapist. Does that mean Donald Trump's a I mean, I believe he is, but does that make it true? I mean, I, I don't know. His only evidence is Donald uh, Joe Biden owns more than one home. I mean, this is a joke. This is ridiculous. The FBI informant that Jim Jordan and James Comer and Donald Trump have been speaking of for months and months and months. It turns out the guy got information, disinformation from Russia and intentionally lied about it. And this was their star witness. So, of course, Donald Trump can't respond to that. And by the way, Laura Ingram is actually right for the first time in her life. There is no evidence that Joe Biden accepted any money or committed any crimes. None. Zero. If there was, we would have heard about it by now. They can't find anything. Hunter Biden is a private citizen. Now, if you want to come up with laws that say you can't take advantage of who your father is or who your mother is if they're in office, then I'm totally on board with that. But there are no laws that are in that effect right now. If that's the case, let's talk about Jared Kushner, who actually worked in Donald Trump's administration, was not a private citizen, who accepted a $2.1 billion check from the Saudis. Would you like to talk about that? Or how about his daughter, who accepted over $600 million in trademarks from the Chinese government? So if you want to talk about Hunter Biden, oh, yeah, by the way, private citizen never worked in the Biden administration, then maybe we should talk about 
those that are actually were in Donald Trump's administration because these people are hypocrites and they're liars and their star witness was a liar who got misinformation and disinformation intentionally from Russia. He's already admitted that. This is a joke. And here's the part again where Donald Trump talks about migrant crime, an opportunity to go after brown people. Listen to this. Migrant crime. There's crime, there's violent crime, there's migrant crime. We have a new category of crime. It's called migrant crime. And it's going to be worse than any other form of crime. You look at New York City, what's going on where they attack police. They want to fight police officers. Our criminals don't even do that so much, okay? I've never seen them having fistfights with the police officers in the middle of the street. And we have to do something about it. These are tough people. Interesting, because Donald Trump never characterized January 6th insurrectionists as people who attacked police officers. Why is that? Why is it only Republicans that seem to want to emphasize migrants that commit crimes, which, by the way, I would never condone. But why is it when police officers are attacked by, say, I don't know, MAGA white supremacists, they call it a tourist visit? Again, they have no credibility. Let me be very clear. It doesn't matter whether you're legal or illegal. It doesn't matter whether it's a Black Lives Matter protest or the January 6th insurrection. If you put your hands on a police officer and you assault a police officer, I want you going to jail and I want the highest extent of the law enforced, period. But Donald Trump would never make a statement like that. He only wants to emphasize on several people that attacked police officers in New York. By the way, horrible. Horrible situation. They should either be deported or spend 20 years in prison. But why is it that he only goes after migrants? Why does he only go after brown people? What about the white supremacists that attacked over 140 police officers physically on January 6th? People like Donald Trump will characterize those people as political prisoners. Do you see where I'm getting at, folks? How many Republicans, and there are some out there, to their credit, will call out all forms of violence? Could be January 6th could be a Black Lives Matter protest. It could be what took place in New York City. How many Republicans will call out all violence? No, Donald Trump will only talk about violence committed by those that are in this country illegally. And it's a joke. Well, I have a new form of crime, and it's not called migrant crime. It's called orange turd crime. And Donald Trump is going to find out about it very, very soon because it's Donald Trump who's facing 91 felony counts. It's Donald Trump that's got to pay out over $500 million and counting, ladies and gentlemen, with interest. Orange turd crime. That's what I'm going to call it. If he wants to use the term migrant crime, orange turd crime. That's what I am going to call it. Attacking a police officer is horrible. It's one of the worst things you can do in society. And those Migrants who attacked police officers, and there were several of them, my understanding, a very small percentage of those that are in this country illegally are those that commit felony crimes. And it's and if they do, I want them deported and I want them hold, held to the highest extent of the law. And if you have criticisms for some Democrats that are too lenient, then I'm with you on that. But what about white supremacists? What about MAGA supporters that attack police officers on January 6th. I don't want to hear you talking about migrant crime, Donald Trump, you buffoon. I don't want you to hear you talk about those crimes when you don't call up the crimes that were committed on January 6th, when you sat on your fat ass in the Oval Office, eating your KFC like the slob that you are, and you did nothing for five hours. So you only care about crime when it benefits you. In this case, 
going after migrants that have committed terrible crimes because, you know, it'll make Joe Biden look bad and you'll score your political points. But if you really wanted to do something about it, then you would tell House Republicans in the Senate to pass this bill to help. But you don't want that to happen. You want the economy to crumble. You want more illegals coming into this country. You don't care about this country. You don't care about the safety of people in this country. You only care about yourself and what benefits you politically. And that is so many in the Republican Party today. Not all, but so many. And maybe the biggest joke of it all is the comment he made saying that somehow now he's an expert on the law. Listen to this. It's all oh, coming in on you now. If I didn't criminal to civil to the run, money. Oh, I got everything. I've become an expert at law. If I didn't run, <laughs> I wouldn't have any of these lawsuits. You know that none of them. OK, so let me just be clear to all you MAGA Republicans out there that believe every single word that Donald Trump says. Donald Trump faced thousands, not hundreds, not dozens, not hundreds. Donald Trump has faced thousands of lawsuits before he ever decided to run for office. Donald Trump is claiming, quote, he wouldn't face any of these lawsuits if he wasn't in politics. Again, let me repeat that one more time so some of my MAGA friends maybe can understand that lie. And you probably won't because you're complicit. Donald Trump faced thousands of lawsuits, thousands, way before he even announced he was going to run for president of the United States in around 2014, 2015. So that is a blatant lie. He has a history and he will continue to be sued and he will continue to cry victim and compare himself to Nalvani, which is unbelievably disgusting and despicable. It it is. I mean, this is the same guy who compared himself to Abraham Lincoln, right? So I'm going to open up the phone lines now for any of you out there that uh, want to be a part of the conversation. The number to call if you'd like to be a part of the conversation is 702 221-7283. And again, that number, if you'd like to be a part of the conversation, 702-221-7283 is the number to call. Again, 702-221-SAVE. Although I can't can't save all of you, ladies and gentlemen. I can't save all of you. Again, that number, 702-221-7283. Programming note, we're also going to have a pair of Jersey Boys tickets to be giving away later on in the show. We've been talking about Donald Trump's town hall Uh, The joke of the town hall uh, that was run by the evil racist witch Laura Ingram and the right wing idiot clown buffoons that were in the crowd cheering every word he said. If he bragged about raping a woman, some of these people in the crowd would probably still be clapping. These idiots that are in the crowd. I'll give out the number again one more time because we're going to take a break here in a minute. 702-221-7283. And again, that number, if you'd like to be a part of the conversation, 702-221-7283. All right. So what we're going to do right now is we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we will be taking phone calls on the other side. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. You're listening to Pushing the Limits right here on KSHP. Did you know that 99% of air conditioning issues start with airflow issues? Well, guess what? Pioneer Air has your back. They've been operating for 20 years in the industry within the Las Vegas area. Large enough to handle all your air conditioning and heating needs, but small enough to know your first name. Pioneer Air focuses on preventative care, 
much like wellness checks for humans. They believe in wellness checks for air conditioning and heating systems to extend the life of the system you own. So what are you waiting for? Schedule your wellness check with Pioneer Air today. The number to call is 702-831-4840. Here's the best news. Mention this ad and you'll receive 10% off. Call Pioneer Air today, 702-831-4840. That number again, 702-831-4840. I'm Eva Chase, a candidate for Nevada State Assembly District 16 former Lieutenant Governor candidate, progressive, independent Democrat, U.S. Air Force veteran, college graduate, fully transitioned, transgender woman. I support women's rights and veterans and unions and other progressive ideas. Please donate to my campaign on Spot Fund and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and X. Stay progressive, everybody. Buying or selling a home is a huge life event that requires guidance from an expert in the industry and community. My name is Blake Wynn. You may recognize my name as my grandfather was the best governor the state of Nevada has ever had. Growing up in Las Vegas, I've come to know this community intricately. Now, I am raising a family here as well. So I understand all the issues impacting our home and quality of life. As the top realtor for the number one real estate team at Keller Williams, you can have confidence in my experience, knowledge, and track record. When it comes to buying, selling, or investing in real estate, choose a name you can trust and someone who understands the community you call home. Call Blake Wynn today and experience the difference of a trusted expert. 702-540-3311. My name is Hunter Kane, and I'm talking with you for a call to action for our veterans in Clark County. Who is Hunter Kane? Well, I'm a decorated combat veteran, veteran community leader, and candidate for Clark County Commission. You know, no veteran has served on the commission in nearly 30 years, which is why our veteran homelessness, unemployment, and suicide rates are out of control. So here's the call to action. June 11th, vote veteran, vote Kane for Clark County. Let's rally behind someone who's been in the trenches, who knows the sacrifices, and who's committed to making a real difference. Join the campaign by searching Elect Hunter Kane on social media or go to www.electhunterkane.com. All right, welcome back. It is Pushing the Limits on a Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us. Talking a little bit about this joke of a uh, CNN town hall with Laura Ingram. What a joke. Absolutely hilarious and embarrassing at the same time. And we're taking your phone calls at 702-221-7283. I mean, Donald Trump is literally comparing himself to Nelvani. Thinks he's a political prisoner. Thinks he's going to be murdered by the Joe Biden administration? I mean, I don't know. Maybe this guy's so deranged. Maybe he actually thinks that. I don't know. All right. Take your phone calls at 702-221-7283. As this is the, the most interactive show in Las Vegas and, and maybe one of the most interactive shows across the country. I love my callers, even my MAGA callers. And we'll take some calls right now. Let's start off with Joseph. Joseph is first off on Pushing the Limits. What's up, Joseph? Yeah, hey, Brian. After hearing what you say about Trump comparing himself to Novani, I figured that is terrible and disgusting because he thinks he's trying to be like Novani, and which is why he didn't want to praise. That's why he praises Putin. That's why he didn't want to talk about the fact that the woman who was a ballerina who got arrested for right. treason just because yep. just because she cares about 
Ukrainians more than him. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing, right? I mean, you have a, you're talking about this 33-year-old woman, uh, U.S. citizen, who donated $51 to help Ukraine, and, and now she's facing 20 years in prison. I mean, it's, it's, it's disgusting. My only, my only uh, hope is that just stay out of Russia. You know, I don't care if you're Brittany Griner or if you're this poor, innocent woman. Um, don't go uh, get the hell out of that country and don't go back. I mean, this evil murderous regime. But going back to what you said about Trump, you're right. I mean, it's absolutely disgusting, right? It's absolutely disgusting that Donald Trump, number one, if you notice in the town hall last night, Joseph, he didn't mention yeah. Vladimir Putin at all. He didn't he didn't say anything about Vladimir Putin. What does Putin have on Donald Trump? I don't know. He refuses to even call Putin a dictator or blame him at all, like Joe Biden did, rightfully so, for the death of Nalvani. Why do you think that is? Well, you know, Trump, well, you know, Trump. Maybe he's just trying to, like I say, he just wants to start his own access powers. It's just like how with Germany and Italy. Just like, so I'm guessing that's why he's worshiping dictators like Kim Jong Un and Vladimir Putin, just because he just wants to start his own access powers. Yeah, probably, I think he didn't probably reach. I think there's two reasons, two reasons why he's running again. He's a wannabe dictator who looks up to people like Vladimir Putin, and he wants to be able to pardon himself because he knows he's in deep doo-doo uh, legally. I think those are the two reasons why he's running. He doesn't care about you or me. Not to mention, he says he claims to be an expert in the law. I bet he probably got one of those law degrees from the dollar store. Yeah, he's an How expert. He that idea. He's an expert on defrauding people with his Trump University. He's an expert on mistreating women. He's an expert on lying. He's an expert on exposing how stupid some people are in this country. And I believe he's an expert on breaking the law, but not so much of an expert anymore because the chickens are coming home to roost. Joseph, I do appreciate your phone call, my friend. Thank you so much. You got it. Appreciate you it. You got it. Thank you. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. And again, that number, we have one phone line open. 702-221-7283. Let's go to Bob. Bob is next on Pushing the Limits. What's up, Bob? Hi, Brian. I've been here 40 years, and i got to tell you, traffic in this town is a joke. <laughs> You're talking about Vegas, I assume. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, not, it it, me, uh, it's getting worse. 40, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, anyways. Um, I can't stand Trump. Uh, I'll stand up to anybody who's wearing a SJB T-shirt or whatever. Um, a guy I work with bought the sneakers. <laughs> the gold uh, sneakers, the, right, that are worth like probably $5. And, uh, and um, Trump is selling them for 400 bucks. What a joke. What a slime ball. But, but, but he read the fine print. They're not going to they're not going to ship until July. <laughs> but they took his they took his credit card. So he already paid for them, and he's not probably going to get them. Why would he so, buy them? This is a friend of yours. I was a coworker. Okay, did you ask him like why? Is he just a cultist? Well, yeah, I uh, I asked him. I go, did you chip into this uh, GoFundMe page? <laughs> I'm like, you're. Uh, I've never heard of a billionaire that needed a GoFundMe page. Don't you find yeah. that interesting? The guy wants your money to fight for his legal battles. Claims to be a billionaire. I mean, that says all you need to know about Donald Trump. But why do these people buy these shoes and buy this stuff? Like, I don't understand it. I don't know. I, I, like all of his business that have failed, you know, it's, it, I can't stand the guy. I hear his voice. I want to pull my eyes out. Yeah. It's just yeah, an, I do too. enough enough. I mean, I don't um, use the term hate a lot. You know, there's people that I dislike. Uh, there's people that I disagree uh, with, but I truly hate this man. And it's not because I have Trump derangement syndrome, as some people would claim. Right. 
I tend to not like people who abuse women. I tend to hate people I, that are racist buffoons. I, I tend to hate people that disrespect women and, and attack women based on looks, attack people, uh, anybody, and try to ruin people that disagree with them. I tend to dislike people that, you know, uh, if, if somebody dislikes you uh, in any way, shape, or form, that you, 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 you're glad and you enjoy the fact that that person might be suffering. I mean, I tend to dislike right. people like that. That's just me. Call me crazy. Uh, I have a Save America syndrome. I, you know, I try to talk sense into these people, and it's like talking to a wall. Mm. And also, uh, Trump's a bully. He has like a hundred words, like no one's seen before, no one's heard before, no one. Blah, blah, blah. I can't, oh, I just want. Yeah. I I, I hope. Uh, I hear you. Uh, if he doesn't get voted out, hopefully a hamburger will take him out. <laughs> so. Well, I'll tell you this. I'm at your point of frustration. Uh, back in 2016, back in 2020, when people used the excuse of, well, I just like some of his policies. Guess what? That doesn't fly anymore. I've had it with you no. people. That doesn't fly right. anymore. This is a man that is a threat to our democracy. He is going to be a convicted right. felon. He is a liable rapist. And, you know, I don't care how many layers of orange makeup he wears. You can't hide the fact that this is a despicable human being. And these people that still support him, you can't use any excuses anymore. Oh, I don't like Joe Biden. I don't like Democrats. I don't like the economy. Sorry, right. that doesn't fly anymore. You could have used that years ago. You can't use that excuse now. You are supporting a liable rapist criminal. You are supporting right. a man who only cares about himself. And you are being duped. Simple as that. I uh I, I hope he gets three squares and all the beef he can handle. Yeah. So you take it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, take all care. Right. Take care, my friend. I appreciate the call, Bob. Thank you. Drive safe out there. Sorry about the traffic. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. Resident MAGA uh, is calling into the show now, which is totally fine. I love my MAGA callers very much. Julie is next up on Pushing the Limits. Hello, Julie. Hello, Brian. I want to congratulate you because you invite... Uh, you know, people who disagree with you. I have to pre credit you for that, okay? And that's why I was your show. Okay, Brian, listen. Yesterday, uh, George said that there were not, uh, there was not enough evidence to charge uh, Trump of rape. Okay. He never said that. Remember, he never said that. He, he said no. He didn't. He, he never said. He never said that. You okay, go Julie, back. Julie. He never said there wasn't evidence. In fact, a jury decided that there was enough evidence and they found him liable. So it's a moot point what you're making. First of all, George didn't say that. And number two, a jury decided in a courtroom that there was enough evidence that Donald Trump was liable for sexual abuse. So it doesn't matter what your opinions are, quite frankly, and it doesn't matter what George's opinions are. A court, well, well, a court, speak, hold on, I'm answering you. A court decided a jury of donald trump's peers decided that donald trump is a liable rapist so you can form your opinions any way you want it doesn't matter okay a court decided that oj was not and then he was found uh, liable know, and then and then so he, i don't i don't julie I don't, are you aware i don't care about what julie julie not, julie are you I go julie by evidence julie O.J. was found liable for murder. Are you aware of that? Yes, I'm aware of all okay. that case. So hold on. O.J. Well, was found him. innocent criminally of double murder, but he was found liable for double murder. So it mm -hmm. is possible Can to you? be... Hold on. It is possible to be found innocent of a crime, but found liable 
That's what happened to Donald Trump. Do you understand that? Do you know how many people have been thrown in jail? And you're not, and you're not going to respond to me. You're not going to respond to what I just no, said. No, but 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 I don't. I don't listen, Brian. This woman, do you watch Carol? I'm not going. I'm not going to. I'm not going to allow you to talk about E. Jean Carroll and attack her character. This is a woman. No, no, I'm not gonna. Talk, I'm not gonna attack her. She wanted to be on racial matters, right? So what? And she was interviewed. So what? And she was interviewed. And when you are a sexual abuse woman who has suffered, you don't go on television saying that you, you have absolute. Okay, let's go with that. Let's go with that. And uh, hot her down. What a ridiculous thing to say. You're saying if you're a sexually abused woman, you can't go on TV. Do you know how many women have gone on television talking about Bill Cosby? Julie, you have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. There are plenty of women, sadly, out there that have been victims of horrible crimes, in this case, rape, who have done interviews and spoken up and talked about it. Julie, you have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. No. Bill, Co Bill, No, you hold on. Bill Cosby is a convicted rapist. His accusers have done interviews. So for you to make the ridiculous claim, and quite frankly, with all due respect, the ignorant claim that if somebody is sexually abused or raped, if they do an interview, how horrible that is, that is the one of the dumbest things I've ever heard you say. And you've said a lot of things that I don't agree with, but that takes the bait right there at the top. You're claiming, Julie, that if a woman is raped, if she does an interview, that must mean she's lying. Is that what you're trying to say, Julie, as I pod you back up? Okay. I have a friend of mine who works on, on that store, and it's no possible way that she go on a direct room no without I, being supervised by another woman. No idea she what that has to do with No idea with what that has to do with it. Said, she said that she had okay. a dress, that dress. And okay. Then so because, so Julie, so Julie, because you have, because you offer her D, his DNA. <laughs> okay. So because Julie, you have anecdotal evidence that you claim, by the way, that you know somebody that lied about being the victim of sexual abuse. Does that mean that E. Jean Carroll must be lying? Julie, you make absolutely no sense in what you're talking about. I don't care about your anecdotal evidence. Yes, in the history of this country, there have been some people that have lied about being sexually abused. Yes, that does happen. So what? In a courtroom, I repeat myself, a jury of Donald Trump's peers decided to put forth a judgment that there was enough evidence that Donald Trump did sexually abuse this woman. It doesn't matter what your anecdotal evidence says, and it doesn't matter if E. Jean Carroll does a thousand interviews on TV. That's what a jury decided. Now, if a jury decides that Hunter Biden committed any crimes, you'll be the first person to call into the show and be jumping on a trampoline. But if it makes your orange turd man look really bad, then you'll defend him. And I'm tired of it, Julie. Quite frankly, I'm yeah. tired of you defending the, the rapist. Uh -huh. I really am. I'm tired of it. No, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of, of listening to Carol lying and lying. You're, you're tired of listening to who? Who's lying? Who's lying? Who's lying? Carl Jean. Carl Jean is, is a liar. I don't. Carl who? Used, who? Who's a liar? Carl who? She was used. 
Carol Jean. Okay, so Eugene Carroll's the liar. Got it. Okay, Julie, I appreciate the phone call. Thank you very much. I'm not going to defame Eugene Carroll, but I'm going to call her a liar. Okay, Julie, thank you very much. So according to Julie, Eugene Carroll's a liar because she did some interviews on TV. Probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And by the way, the person who says Eugene Carroll's a liar is the same person who supports Donald Trump. The guy who lied in office over 30 thousand times the number to call if you'd like to be a part of this conversation <laughs> 702-221-7283 somebody on uh, social media said Eugene carroll should now sue julie <laughs> that's actually kind of funny 702-221-7283 is the number to call let's go to gary gary is next up on pushing limits hi gary hey that was a good interview but you went long yesterday and in fact i didn't get to a chance to talk to George uh, Chanus. Am I pronouncing that right? George Chanus will be but, back in studio again sometime soon. I hope so. And, and, and you had Julie on. I don't know if that woman is for real. I think you have her hidden in the studio. She's some kind of prop that you just, you know, bring out. Uh, I can promise you that I, 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 I could promise you that Julie will uh, all due respect. She can call in, uh, you know, and that's fine. And, and I'm welcome to her to call in, but uh, well, I will never, like I, nice will, I will never invite her in studio. No, that's not going to happen. Well, at least she doesn't curse on the air, and some of the yeah. uh, most intelligent so what did you, people that you so, have on. So, what did you? I want to ask you what What did you make of uh, the Donald Trump town hall yesterday, comparing himself to Navalny, not calling out Vladimir Putin? What do you make of that town hall last night? Okay, this is what this is what Vladimir Putin has over Trump: nuclear missiles. Because if you sat down with Trump and played poker, he would win every time because he's a very smart I respectfully guy. disagree with you. Donald Trump would not win every time. I, he's got plenty of tells, and I, I know when he's lying. So uh, I, I have to say one more thing to say. I'll give another person a chance. Um, what do you call it? Uh, you want $5 sent to you, but you, you, you put Trump down. Uh, I didn't say like, I wanted know, $5 sent to me. I said uh, you can subscribe on the Occupy Democrats Network for $5. That's uh, not $5 uh, being sent uh, One to more me. thing. I, I lied. I said one more, one more question. What in the world is that uh, 1930s Depression-era style hat that you're wearing? Uh, what, what age do you what, – what time zone do you live Would in? You, We're out of the Depression. Really? So f- people don't wear hats like this? This is interesting. I, I never knew that, Gary. Uh, Gary, would you rather me You're wear a make? Interesting. Gary, would you, you rather me? Nerves. Gary, you Gary, would, on my nerves. You get on my nerves too. Right. Would you rather me wear a "Make America Great Again" hat? Is that what you'd like me to wear, Gary? No, I'm trying to be. Uh, I'm re- asking realistic you. I'm, about a, it. I'm trying to be realistic about it as well. Would you rather me wear Actually, a "Make America Great Again"? That hat? would be funny. Yeah, once you should wear it, yeah, just for goose and laughs. Uh, no, I, we no, know who no, side you're on. Uh, I, well, I'm not going to wear a Joe Biden hat either. I just call out truth on this show. But uh, I'll be honest with you, though, Gary. When I wake up in the morning, um, all I think to myself is I have to look really good for Gary. That's that's really my my only thing when I wake up in the morning. I just want to make make look good for you, Gary. Okay. So I'm so sorry if I let you down today. Hey, you're on the wrong side of history, but uh, all respect. To, uh, How am I on the wrong uh, side? How am I on the wrong side of history? You're doing America a favor. You're doing America a favor. That's what America is all about. Uh, okay. Carry on. Why, so am, I the, why am I on the? Why am I on the wrong? Why am I on the wrong? Gary, Gary, did he hang up the phone? Gary said I'm on the wrong side of history. Interesting. I would say he's on the wrong side of history. 702-221-7283. And again, that number, if you'd like to be a part of the conversation, we're taking calls about Donald Trump's town hall yesterday. Folks, we're not making this up. Donald Trump, I played the audio for you. Donald Trump is comparing himself to Nalvani, calls himself a political prisoner, which obviously is ridiculous. It's stupid. He refuses to call out Vladimir Putin. In fact, yesterday didn't even mention his name. When you have Joe Biden out there, 
who's calling him a dictator, who's blaming, and rightfully so, Putin for the death of Navalny. Donald Trump refuses to call out Russia, refuses to call out Navalny. Oh, he'll talk about Zelensky and he'll talk about Ukraine until the cows come home and he'll attack our own politicians here in this country, but refuse to say one negative thing about Vladimir Putin. Why is that, ladies and gentlemen? He'll be the first person to call out minorities. He'll be the first person to call out migrants that commit heinous crimes. And yes, I agree. Anybody that attacks a police officer, it's despicable. Why didn't he call out those people who attacked police officers on January 6th? Why was he sitting in the Oval Office for four hours, that slob wearing his bib eating KFC? Why was he doing that? Why didn't he, re- why did he refuse to do anything on January 6th? I think that's a very fair question to ask. All right. That number to call 702-221-7283. 702-221-SAVE. Perhaps it was his bone spurs. I don't know. Maybe that's why. Let's go to Carl. Carl is next up on Pushing Limits. Hi, Carl. What's going on? Hey, hey Brian. Uh, listen. Uh, you know my politics, but this might surprise you. I think Trump did win the 2020 election in his own mind. <laughs> well, you know, it's an interesting you bring that up because our guest yesterday said, listen, if you really actually think you won the election, then, you know, it can't be a crime. I, I, I totally disagree with that. If you yell fire in a crowded theater and there's no fire and people are trampled and people are injured and people are killed, you can still be held responsible. So I totally disagree with my guest yesterday on that. Uh, it doesn't matter yeah. whether he actually believes it or not. Uh, if he if he doesn't believe it, he's intentionally lying. And if he does believe it, then he's completely deranged. Why would you want someone like that in the Oval Office that's so deranged? So either way, it doesn't matter to me. It's wrong, and I think it's criminal. Well, he's... Look, he's been a criminal since he ever started his any business he's ever been in. Mm-hmm. He's done nothing but cheat people, go into bankruptcy to steal money from people who invested in his businesses. He's never made an honest dollar in his life, this man. No, I, I mean, he's what, been a snake. What, how far back? He's been a snake all salesman his whole life. And in the uh, if you watch the town hall yesterday, and it's, I had to suffer through it for all of you people, uh, he made the case that he wouldn't be facing any of these lawsuits, any of these charges. He wouldn't be being sued for anything if he wasn't in political life. And the guy's been sued thousands of times before he ever became a politician. So that's a blatant lie. The guy's been sued his entire life because he's a snake. He's a liar. He's been sued for discrimination. I mean, go down the list of how he screwed so many people out of money and Trump University. The guy is a fraud, and he's been a fraud his entire life. And like I say before and I say again, he tries to hide behind those five layers of makeup because I'm sure he wakes up every morning in front of a mirror and puts on all that orange makeup. But you can't hide, Mr. Trump. We know who you are. You're a liable rapist. You're someone who can't be honorable to anybody. All you care about is yourself. You're a criminal. You're going to be a convicted felon. Simple as that. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I – did I ever tell you this? I, I think I might have, but my memory, I don't go back far enough, that uh, Trump is going to see a proctologist. Did I tell you that? No, uh, why is that? Gonna, uh, yeah, well, he's got to have his mind examined. So uh, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Carl, I appreciate your call, my friend. Thanks okay. for calling in, buddy. Okay, take care. You got it. Bye-bye. <laughs> 702-221-7283 is the number call. It's interesting because, again, the, the magas, the people on social media that say, Brian, you have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Those are the same people that are cowards and won't call into a show and tell me why. I, what have I said that you disagree with? What have I said that's factually inaccurate? I get that from magas every day. Brian, you're a liar. Brian, you don't know what you're talking about. Okay. 
what did I lie about? Uh, I'll tell you next time. Yeah, okay. It's okay to disagree on this show. Tell me why you disagree with me. But if you're going to say something like that, be specific. What did I say that is a lie or you disagree with? 702-221-7283 is the number to call. Again, 702-221-SAVE. Let's go to Kathy. Kathy's next up on Pushing the Limits. What's up, Kathy? Hi, Kathy. Are you there? Okay, I think we lost Kathy. Let's go to Roy. Roy is next up on Pushing the Limits. Hi, Roy. Thanks for calling in. Uh, what's on your mind, my friend? What's up, Roy? I, I want to know. I totally support everything you say. And uh, I had an idea that come up a day or two ago, and I thought if we could get about 10 million signs out there that says Trump Putin on it, that would be... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Roy, I kind of Roy, I kind of like that idea. I'm with you on that one. Doesn't it feel that way, though, Roy, in all seriousness? Doesn't it feel like Vladimir Putin is like a role model for Donald Trump? Like, I get that feeling. Well, I do, too. Why do you think and that I, is? Why do you think that uh, is, Roy? Well, well... I don't know why Trump is afraid of Putin, but he's got some kind of fear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, listen, I think sure. it's okay, Roy, to be afraid of Vladimir Putin. I'm afraid of Vladimir Putin, but it doesn't mean we have to kiss the ass of Vladimir Putin. Yesterday, oh, yeah. after after this poor hero, this poor man was, let's call it for what it is, probably poisoned in a Russian jail, Donald Trump didn't even mention Vladimir Putin's name. I mean, you can't find a bigger coward than that, but right-wing media won't be going after him for that, I guarantee you. Yeah, you're, you're right about that. Unfortunate. Roy, I'm glad you called, my friend, and I like your idea about Vladimir Putin the Donald Trump signs, and I, I think I might, I might endorse that. Thank you for the call, Roy. I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. All right, you take Thank care. You. 702-221-7283 is the number to call. Why don't we go to Walter? Walter is next up on Pushing Limits. Hi, Walter. <laughs> What's up, bro? How you doing, Walter? What's on your mind? I'm okay. Oh, man. That guy should be hanged. Well, I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to go that far. Well, I never see a a guy running to politics, and he's uneducated. I never thought that he ever would be a president because he has nothing in politics, only real estate. It is interesting, though. Walter, you go ahead. I think he's scared of Putin because Putin can put him in jail. I think he sold the United States out, especially with the told him how much missiles the nuclear uh, submarines can carry. All those secret documents, I think he was going to sell the United States out for money and to mm-hmm. Russia. For, he he won't be like Hitler. He wants to run the world forever. Very possible. So you reminded me of something, uh, sir. If you remember on January 6th, there were people chanting, hang Mike Pence. And then according to testimony with the January 6th commission, Uh, According to testimony, there were people around Donald Trump and Donald Trump uh, uh, allegedly said they should hang him in talking about his vice president because Mike Pence didn't sign off on overturning the outcome of a free and fair election. You know what's so funny? He talked about all these uh, people coming from other countries and. What about your wife? She comes from another country, too, dude. 
<laughs> well, you're right. I mean, you're not that I have respect or I would defend Melania Trump, but you're 150 percent correct. I see a lady stay with men like that. Yeah. Well, you know, I, yeah, I, you, oh, beautiful money. Hey, you make oh, my goodness. You, you make a good point, my friend. And, you know, he attacks people uh, that come from other countries like his you wife. Attack him back. Make put him in his face. I will. The guy's a coward. You got to put sure. him in his face. Oh, absolutely. I agree. You're He's not a man. No, Donald Trump's you not a man. Beautiful. He, he is a coward who dodged the military multiple times. He he talks down to people that are heroes, whether it be our brave men and women in uniform when he calls them you suckers and losers. Another thing, he raises kids to lie. He yeah. keeps lying right now about him. You don't teach your kids to lie. You teach your kids to tell the truth. Uh, you're you're correct again, my friend. I appreciate you. Keep, you like, yep. run people off the buses, off the road, mm-hmm. and when you guys yeah. running, chilling, left hands. Yeah, yeah I think on, I think you're referring to Donald Trump's kids, Uday and Kuse, also known as Eric Trump and Donald Trump Jr. Oh, they're wasted. Yeah. Little, little, yeah. little, little, little twigs. Little two gay well, men trying uh, to act like men. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go after their sexuality, but I will say they're bad put people. Put them in the ring. Put them in the ring with me. I give them a couple black eyes and send them home. I wouldn't. To, I wouldn't to have daddy. a. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a problem with you getting into the ring in a sanctioned fight with Trump's family, sir. I, pre- I appreciate the phone call, sir. Thank you so much. 702-221-7283 is the number to call again. 702-221-7283. Why don't we go to Paul? Paul is next up on Pushing Limits. Hi, Paul. Hey, man. How you doing? Doing good, Paul. What's on your mind, my friend? I want to make one point, one quick point, and then I'll ask you a question. So the first thing is that Joe Biden is the mastermind. This is a question, a rhetorical question. He's the mastermind behind Jack Smith and the radical left and the deep state, and he's so smart and he's so intelligent that he can overturn an entire election and switch votes, <laughs> but he's so senile that he has to be voted out of office. Is my understanding the logic in this correctly? So hilarious. You know, I have a friend named Andrew who made that very same point. On one point, Paul, you're so right. Uh, Joe Biden's in the bunker. He doesn't know where he is, but yet he's the mastermind behind uh, putting Trump maybe in jail and, and 91 felony counts and and the uh, sexual abuse case and all these other things. So apparently he's the mastermind behind that. But yet he's in the bunker and he's got Alzheimer's. It's, it's so it's so pathetic, Paul. It's, it's actually funny and it's sad at the same time. And even your guest yesterday was seemed like an intelligent person, but I'm just going to say any person that votes for Trump after he was found guilty of sexually assaulting a woman is is a is an apparent human being. Because I don't care if Joe Biden's 200 years old, he didn't rape a woman. Yeah, he didn't you could, put top secret documents by his toilet make, and hide them from the FBI. But he's yeah. like, put the immigrants, put yeah. the immigrants, put the non-white people. I'm so sick of this. So am I. I you know, know my ancestry, right. Brian, and, and everybody's from Norway, Ukraine. Uh, I got a lot of family from Germany. They're from everywhere. This whole country is the immigrants, but now there's this fear mongering of non-white people coming to America. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, it, it really is disgusting. And I didn't really want to bring this up, but I will. Uh, a former radio, how do I even put this? Sidekick of mine went on social media yesterday. And I put the tweet up on my Facebook page and I put it on the Occupy subscriber page, I believe I did, where this person said that uh, that Joe Biden uh, is trying to eliminate the white race in this country. And that's somebody that I had to work with in the radio business for years. (laughs) And people want to know why I turned into a crazy person when I had to sit across from somebody like that. You have to be you have to be a certain type of crazy to believe something like that. 
right? So here's my you're, no, you're totally right. You see, uh, listen, no matter what you and I say, there is a portion of this population that are just ignorant, inbred hillbillies. But let's just be honest. I mean, yeah. Indiana, yeah. Illinois, Tennessee, Kentucky. I'm not saying they're all like that, but there's a certain part of this population that no matter what you say. They'll write in Donald Trump's name. It doesn't matter if he blows up half the earth. It wasn't him. It was Antifa. Yeah. I mean, you know that. You know, it's interesting. My question. Yeah, go ahead. Ask your question. Go ahead. Well, my question is, like, do you think these people became this way because they're uneducated? Is it is it generational hate towards anyone that they don't view as a straight white Christian? Is it? Is it the political system, or they just developed this mistrust? How do, how do you think that people in the country, and I'm not saying that every Democrat's perfect, that every Republican's this way. Right. I, I lean both ways, kind of like you. I happen to be Democrat, but I'll vote for any sane politician, right, left, or middle. Right. How do you think these people get so brainwashed sure. that they don't care what the platform is, they don't care what they stand for, they don't care if they pass a policy that helps people, when their only purpose is to own the libtards. Like, That's a good how question. How do you think they get yeah. that way? It's a really, really good question, and, I, and I, I get asked this question all the time, and I'm going to try to answer it the best I can. It's not an easy question to answer. But here's what I will say. There are all sorts of different reasons why. Reason number one, the obvious one, there are a lot of ignorant people out there that believe the garbage that Donald Trump spews. There are a lot of people that are not very intelligent in this country, sadly. That's the obvious one. That's number one. Then there are people that are educated people, but they've been brainwashed. How? From the media. They will watch Newsmax all day, and they will be led to believe that drag queen reading is the biggest threat to our kids. They'll watch Fox News. Example, Paul. Sean Hannity literally did hundreds of segments talking about this FBI informant that claimed that the Bidens were criminals. Yep. Now... When the news broke out that this FBI informant was not only a liar, but got his misinformation from Russia, which, by the way, he already admitted, did Sean Hannity clear it up? Did he go on the air? Was there accountability? Geez, you know, I got this really wrong, folks. Uh, While I still believe that Joe Biden's a criminal, I was wrong. I was wrong. This FBI informant's a liar. We didn't hear it from Jim Jordan. We didn't hear it from James Comer. We didn't hear it from Fox News. We didn't hear it from Newsmax. In fact, they didn't even talk about it. They didn't cover it. So when people are brainwashed and they're educated, they become these diehard Trump supporters. And then there's the third. And this is the one that I might dislike more than the, the first two, the unintelligent people and then the educated people that are brainwashed. Number three, there are a percentage of people in this country because they're a Republican They don't care if Donald Trump is a rapist. They don't care if he's a threat to our democracy. They hate Democrats so much, and they know that Donald Trump is a piece of human turd. They know, but they will still vote for him anyway because they hate Democrats and Joe Biden that much. They know who Donald Trump is. I think the third is the most disgusting. You can't really fix stupid, so we can't do anything about the people that are uneducated. Uh, in, in this country, the second people that are brainwashed, they're gone by now. They're gone. They've been brainwashed for years. Yeah. You're not going to change their yeah. mind now. They're gone. But I believe, Paul, that there are too many logical people in this country, too many intelligent people in this country that are Republicans. They will not win yep. the popular vote again for the third time in a row. 
and he will not be back in office because I believe there's too many decent people in this country. While Joe Biden is not their first, second, or third pick, they will choose democracy over Donald Trump. I would also add on to that, and I say this, and I've told him before, I am a, a person of faith, is I think the church has a tremendous amount to do because you have people like Greg Locke and Kenneth Copeland and this Christian nationalism and this anger and owning the libs and yeah. you're the enemy and you're the demon. I think yep. a lot of that comes from the church that yeah. somehow these people are are in a Jim Jones cult. You're right. Evangelical and, right. It, it's the evangelical it right and they'll call themselves wholesome Christians yet they'll support a rapist and a guy that's never been faithful to one woman. I, Paul, uh, Paul, I got to run my friend. I appreciate yep. the call. I got to get to some right. other calls. Good to hear from you, sir. Good question, by the way. It's a really good question. I hope I answered it. I, I answered it best I could. Let's go to Kathy. Kathy's next on Pushing the Limits. Hi, Kathy. Hi, how are you? I'm good, Kathy. What's on your mind today? You're you're about as good as I am. Um, oh God. So I'm Cal- I'm from California. Yep. I live in Cyprus, the country. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump, if if he does win, my marriage will be over. Oh, no boy. your husband. Your husband is a Trump mm-hmm. supporter. Did you know about this? Yep. Did you? How long have you been married for? No. We've been married for, oh, God, um, 2005. Okay, so you've been married for a while. So when you have these conversations with him, Kathy, what is the main mm-hmm. reason why he supports Donald Trump? He won't tell me. He is so That's bizarre. secretive. That's very weird. It, it's so bizarre. It's mm. so bizarre. I'm seeing a psychologist because my rage, when, when I, you know, when, when that, idiot was in office like my blood pressure was like out of not really not literally Kathy here's what I want you to do can you do something for me Kathy can you do me a Mm -hmm. favor sure sorry to interrupt yeah are you gonna be having are you gonna you're gonna be seeing this man tonight my husband? Yeah, you'll be seeing him tonight no, at dinner. He's in, he's in bed. We're, oh. we're 10 hours ahead of you guys. So. Okay, I got you. Uh, oh, we're, no, you're in Vegas. Yeah, okay. we're 10 hours ahead. Where, yeah. are, where do you live? In Cyprus. Oh, um, not, you said that. Right, okay. So yeah, you're, next to Turkey. I want, right, you, I want right. you to do me a favor, Kathy, if you may. Okay. I, next time mm-hmm. you speak to your husband, which will be soon, tell him, okay. I watched this show. It's called Pushing Limits with Brian Shapiro. And he told okay. me that I should go out there and get a real man with a brain. Can you do that for me? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I say it all the time. But then, I mean, it's so weird because in every other way, he's the perfect husband. But when that oh. shit comes out of his mouth, excuse my language, yeah. um... Yeah. I, I can't. I just can't. And, obviously, and people here in Cyprus yeah, agree yeah. with him. Obviously, that don't even. That's absurd. Ah. Obviously, uh, I'm joking. Uh, I'm sure he's a good man. I'm sure I he know. has a lot of great qualities. <laughs> but uh, I, does, think, I think but... if you're uh, if you're going to have that great relationship with one another, even if you disagree, yeah. which is okay, he should at least tell you why. Right. And I hate to say this because I don't know the man. That's kind of cowardly. That's cowardly. When you won't even give a reason, at least I agree. at least let somebody give me a reason. It doesn't mean I'm going to agree Thank with you. it. Joe Biden's old, or, or he's this, or I don't like the border, yeah. or blah, blah, blah. At least give me a reason. And I, and I agree with you. I Would I pick Joe Biden? Yeah. I, I wish we had an alternative. Yeah. Not, not that I think Joe Biden's bad or too old or just 
maybe he's not the right guy, but Trump definitely cannot be back in office. No you know way. what? Tell your husband no this. Way. Maybe maybe your husband I hate okay. to bring up sex, but I will in this. No, it's okay. I will I will bring it up in this. <laughs> you can. Imagine like if you guys woke up in the morning and you were intimate and then you looked at your husband right. and you said, Boy, this sex really is terrible. And he said, Oh my God, why? What can I do better? And then you responded by saying, I'm not gonna tell you, I'm gonna keep it a secret. You know, like, right. like you would tell right. him, you would communicate. Uh, okay. Oh my God. That's the analogy. So I want You're... you, I want you to use that analogy with him because men, usually all they think about is sex. So he might be able to understand. <laughs> Kathy, you sound no, like, you know a... what? Yeah, go my husband is <laughs> so different. He does. He's the opposite of that. Ooh. So Ooh. whatever, but he's very, very religious. So he's ah, in a cult. He's so, in the, so he's, he's a very he's interesting. So he's a he very, he's a very religious man that supports a liable rapist who's cheated on every wife he's ever had. Well, that sounds very logical. (laughs) Kathy, Kathy, I want you, here's what I want you to do. If you can do next time you call into the show and I appreciate you calling, I want you Mm -hmm. and your husband to call in at the same time. I, I think that would be Oh my wonderful. gosh. I want to have a talk. I want to have okay. a talk with your husband, okay? So Kathy, I appreciate okay. you calling in my friend, okay? That'd be awesome. All right, you're welcome. Thank you too. so much. Thank I you. appreciate everything that you say thank you. and you validate my feelings. So thank, thank you. you very much. Thank have you, a Kathy. great night. You have, have a great day. You have a great okay. day as well. How about that people from calling from other countries? I love that. PTL reaching other nations. I'm trying to fix relationships everybody. Uh who are we going to do next year? Uh I'm going to leave that up to Numchuck this time. Barbet Barbette is next up on Pushing Limits. Hi, Barbette. Hello. I didn't think I was going to get in. Well, you are You are in. What, what you got for me today? What I've got for you is a lot of appreciation. Oh, thank you. Uh, I, uh, you know, I'm 76 years old, okay? God, God bless So you. in this day and age of, of uh, ageism, I want you to know there's no dementia going on. And... <laughs> And the reason I know we're going to be okay is because of young people like you. You know, oh, not you. that I have thrown in the towel. I'm not that young. But I am 76 <laughs> years old. I, I remember the Civil Rights right, uh, right. Act. I remember the lynchings. I remember when, when at a young age I was told that I didn't need to go to a university because mm. what black woman needs to do that if she can scrub somebody's goddamn floors? Yeah, And I can see this turning around again. I'm telling you, for the four years that Trump was in, my, my constant thought was, this son of a bitch is going to take the Emancipation Proclamation, mm-hmm. burn it, and come round me and other black folks up. Barbara, can I ask you a question? And I appreciate, sure. your, I appreciate your perspective very much. Um, what do you make of a guy, you being a black woman living in this country, what do you make of a guy like a Tim Scott who has been brown nosing Donald Trump? What do you make of a guy like a Byron Donalds, a black man who continues to brown nose Donald Trump? They make the claim that Donald Trump is so good for black people. What do you make? Oh, of these Lord, two- listen, listen, there is there is always there always has been an element of self-hatred in in people of color, particularly African-Americans, because of the. The the bra- the mind fuck that was put on oh, us during slavery. Watch Some of us. Watch Barbette, Barbette, we're on live radio, so watch the language. If you oh, can. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm Go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead, that's okay. But what I what when when Tim came on, I'm sitting in my bedroom going, "Okay, Uncle Tim, okay, Uncle Tim." Uncle is a pejorative term for black men. Right. I cannot tell you why a black man would emasculate himself like that, would yeah. show his own sense of self-hatred by kissing the ring 
of a known racist. It just, it just. The only thing my that mind. I could barb at it boggles my mind as well. But the only thing that I could come up with is they care more about being in power. They know that most of the Republican Party is the MAGA Party, and the, and a guy like a Byron Donalds, who is by the way a former drug dealer and a felon. Right. Uh, this guy, right. they they want to be Donald Trump's vice president, and they know they're only going to remain in power. If they kiss the ring, as you said, rightfully so, to Donald Trump, and they sold their soul to the devil, as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, at some point, they have to come back to us. At some point, they have to face the folks in the hood or middle class folks or whoever. Barbette, why is it? They have to face us. There's no running from us. Why is it that there are so few black people within the Republican Party? And why is it that it seems like when anybody runs for president, they get less than 15% of the black vote? Why is it that there are so many black people and minorities in this country that do not vote Republican? What would you say to Republicans if they asked you? I would say that it's because um, there's always been an an informal kind of uh, unspoken thing about race. In other words, you know, Reagan, Nixon, we're too polite to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah. But subliminally, subliminally, y'all got to know that we think you're inferior. I watched a a thing on on James Brown last night, okay? And he went to the Nixon White House, and I thought, this poor brother. He's just trying to get something for people of color. He doesn't know that this man holds him in no esteem, but it looked good as a promotion for his candidacy to talk to a black man. It is because we know it's almost like having a, 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 a sixth sense. Yeah. I know you think I'm inferior. I know you think I'm not intelligent. I know you think I'm not your equal, right. but you're not going to say it. Barbette, and as long it's as true. it's not said. Barbette, it's true. And uh, if you watch Fox News, which I try not to watch, but if you do, they'll. God, I can't, man. Only I, show, can't. I, but try, they, I can't. They only show, it seems like they only show minorities committing crimes. If they're not talking about the Biden crime family, they'll show videos of black people committing crimes and they'll make it sound Absolutely. like only black people are committing crimes in this country. Barbette, where do you live? Absolutely. Where are you from? Where do you live? I live in Arizona. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. Carrie Lake country. What a nutcase she is. Oh, boy. Oh, look. Oh, oh look. <laughs> Carrie, yeah, she's still trying. But I'm originally from New York. I'm originally uh, from the same see, I, place I that Mr. It. Trump is from. I knew so it because you're I a lady. Remember, uh, you're a lady that tells it like it is. And uh, but but uh, you're the real deal. Unlike a Donald Trump who claims like he tells it like it is. Barbette, I I love hearing from people like you. I really do. Uh, Please continue to speak out, and I would love for you to call back. i got to take some other phone calls, Barbette, but it was a pleasure to to talk to you. Please call back again. Absolutely. I so appreciate you. Thank you. And I appreciate you as well. Thank you, Barbette, and I appreciate those kind words. I love talking to people like that, outspoken women that tell it like it is, and they're right. They're on the right side of history. That's why Republicans keep losing the popular vote. Let's go to Logan. Logan is next up on Pushing the Limits. What's up, Logan? Hey, uh, Brian, how are you? Good, Logan. Thanks for calling I'm in. Just, I'm just, Thank you. I'm just here listening to your program for the first time. Uh, oh. uh, uh, all you people are sick people, man. Like a guy like you is a propagandist, really. Okay. So, so wait, I'm a, I'm a propagandist? Okay, you, you hype it. Yeah, you are. Okay, so you're give me an example. One okay, so Logan, over another okay, so Logan, let's have a conversation. It's okay if you disagree with me. Let's go. Okay, so you said I'm a let's propagandist. Go. Name me something specifically yes. that I said on the air today that you would consider propaganda and not truth or fact. 
everything. I, no, 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 no. Don't say, don't say everything. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Don't say, Logan. That you have said. No, 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 wait, Logan, okay, Logan, Logan, Logan. Everything, Logan. Logan, I want to have a conversation. Pot him down. Logan, I want to have a conversation with you. I really do. But when you say I'm saying things that, Logan, I need you to listen. When you say things that I'm saying are propaganda and I say, please be specific and name me one thing I said that you would consider propaganda and your only response is everything. Logan, that's not an answer. I'm going to ask you the same question again, and I'd like you to answer it. You see, if we're, hold on, if if we're going to have a conversation, which I would love to have with you, by the way, because I have no problem talking to people that disagree with me. I do it every day. I need you to be specific. Example, when a Republican says that Donald Trump won the 2020 election, that's propaganda because it's not true. So what did I say on the show? I'll ask you again. Be specific. Everything is not being specific. What did I specifically say that you would consider, quote, propaganda? Okay. You, will you shut up now and listen to me? I'm not going to talk to you if you're going to disrespect me. Answer the question. Well, you asked me to shut up before. Right? Answer the question. So you're you wasting my time. Answer the question. Okay. Now, now uh, if you look, if you go on Facebook and check, you'll see that. Logan Asian predicted everything that happened on that day. Okay, so be specific. What did I say that's not true? Okay, uh, what, what you have said that is not true. Joe Biden is a worse human being than Donald Trump. Let me, let me be specific with you. I am asking you Joe again. Biden, I'm not asking you your opinions. I'm now going to ask you for the third time. This isn't oh. about your opinions. Don't owe me. You said I'm full of propaganda. I've asked you the same question twice, and you have not answered it. I'm going to give you one more opportunity. I'm sick of you people calling into the show, calling me a liar, or saying I'm full of propaganda. And then when I give you an opportunity to tell me what I've specifically said, you falter and you can't answer it. So now I'm going to ask you, sir, for a th- I need you to listen, because clearly you're not very good at listening. You tell me to shut up, yet you've said nothing of content Nothing of substance on this show. I'm now going to ask you one more time, and then I'm going to be quiet. Okay? I'm going to ask it again because you're wasting my time. What have I specifically said on this show today that is, quote, Mm -hmm. propaganda? Answer the question. Okay. The question is, you saying that, I mean, you acting as if Joe Biden is a better human being than Donald Trump. That's propaganda. Okay, so it's propaganda. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm, 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 I'm waiting for you to you say something to of substance. Okay. So uh, if you look at, if you look at the 1996 uh, uh, prime bill, it was written by Joe Biden. Put okay. So I uh, put him down now. Your response of why I create propaganda on this show, from what I understand, is you don't like it when I look at Joe Biden as I would consider a decent human being compared to Donald Trump. Okay, let's go with that. And I will give you facts of why I say that. Joe Biden is not facing any indictments. Joe Biden is not facing 91 felonies. Joe Biden hasn't been sued thousands of times in his life. Joe Biden is not a liable rapist. Joe Biden, from what I understand, has never cheated on any of his spouses before. Donald Trump is facing 91 felony counts. Donald Trump is the guy that's never been faithful to any of his ex-wives. He has kids with multiple ex-wives. Donald Trump is a liable sexual abuser. It's Donald Trump who continues to lie about the 2020 election. 
So if those example are those examples not good enough for you, sir? Or was that more propaganda yeah, for okay, you? Okay, is that no, propaganda? This, this no, it's you, not okay. Yeah, no, it's this, not okay. Was that propaganda, oh, sir? Sir, was that sir? What did I say that's not true? What did I say that's not true? Answer the question. What did I say that's propaganda, you dope? You're a dope. No, don't you wait me, you dope. You MAGA dope. That's what you are. You said I'm full of propaganda. And the only example you could give, which wasn't an example, after I asked three times, the only example that you gave was, I don't like it when you compare Joe Biden as this nice guy compared to Donald Trump. I just gave you dozens of examples of why Donald Trump is a human turd. And then you just call me a propagandist again. Sir, do you realize how ignorant you sound on this show? Do you realize how dumb you sound? Hey, sir. Hey, guess what? You're a propagandist. Okay, thank you. You finally said something that makes sense, sir. Thank you very much. But please, you're a propagandist. Please don't be a propagandist on the show next time you call in. You're a propagandist, sir. Have a nice day. Thank you for making yourself sound like a complete clown that you are. You're a propagandist. Oh, really? What did I say? Uh, I don't know, but you're a propagandist. Oh, really? What did I say? Oh, you make Joe Biden out to be the nice guy and Donald Trump the bad guy. Then I give like 20 examples. Oh, but you're still a propagandist. Thank you for the call, sir. Really? At least we, we have some common ground at the end of the call, because I think he finally realized that he lost the argument. One more phone call, then we got to go to break. Oh, my goodness. These people make my head spin. Uh, let's go to Anthony. Anthony is next. What's up, Anthony? Hey, Brian. It's been a long time since I've been able to communicate with you. <laughs> What's up, my friend? Uh, uh, are you? A, how long have you been listening to me for? Well, way back when you was uh, on another station. I believe. Uh, well, yeah, yep, yep, gotcha. Yep, yep. when gotcha. it was the Vegas. Day. I was on a, I was on a prop, I was on a propaganda station. <laughs> <laughs> I was well, on, a, I was, I was on a station with a crazy lunatic that was my co-host, and I was on a station that aired Mark Levin, Sean Hannity, Laura Ingram, and Brian Kilmeade. If you want to talk about propaganda, I suffered through I, that. I'll tell you. Man, when you when you left the show, I would uh, I, I I try to do 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 a little listening to uh, a couple of them. You know, I like to weigh out their thoughts mm-hmm. and what they bring to the table. But yeah. that Julie, yeah. man, she, that yeah. that says it all. Julie, uh, she can I just drop this in? I just don't swear. Don't two swear. Or three <laughs> uh, number one, the young lady. And her husband, who fought to get this twenty-year mm-hmm. deal yeah. about Bill Cosby, right? After after that happened with her, right? I know them personally. We As all Lisa Latte Lublin. Are you talking deal. about her? Who Lisa? I'm uh, 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 the Bill yes, Cosby sir. accuser. Yes, yeah, yes, I know yes, Lisa. Sir. Lisa has done this show multiple times. She is a wonderful yes. person with a wonderful husband, yes. and yes. she was sexually assaulted by Bill Cosby. But according to Julie, yes. according to Julie, if you do an interview, that must mean you weren't raped. I mean, uh, how do you have yes. a conversation with these people? Well, you know, they. Well, I mean, Frankenstein was first in line too, <laughs> and the Wolfman came hey, on next. Hey, Anthony, don't be a propagandist. Come on now, don't be a propagandist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. And then, and then you stepped on a. Uh, 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 the toes when you brought up about the uh, yeah. 
if, if, if he was so crazy about the police, yeah. because he was the one who did mention, I remember him saying he wanted to make it a life sentence for those who attacked police. Where in the hell was that when yeah. they did January 6th? There oh, are, boy. Hey, Anthony, there are so many things that Donald Trump has said that are just hilarious, and it shows what a hypocrite he is. Remember when he said, if you plead the fifth, you're probably guilty? The Trump family has pleaded yeah. the fifth like over a thousand times in the last couple years. I mean, it, it's such a joke. It's so ridiculous. Um, these people are so brainwashed. Listen, I enjoy, as you know, if you've been listening to my show for a long time, as it sounds like you are, I like opposing views. I love having a debate. But if somebody calls me a liar or a propagandist, oh, no. no no problem. No, give, me an ex- give me an example. Give me an example. Yeah. I give yeah. somebody but- multiple opportunities, and the only thing this guy could come up with is, oh, well, you say Joe Biden is the nice guy and Donald Trump's the bad guy. I mean, what 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 can I do? Mostly all of them do that. I have some I talk. I do what I can to talk to them just like you. I try to practice just like you and, and on the job and everywhere. And they, they just, they're just like little hopping frogs. They when you ask them, uh, give me one specific. They, they'll well, well, oh, boy, you know, and there it goes. And I'd be like, man, these guys aren't. Uh, really, they don't sound like they're politically in the ring. And Julie sounds like when she called you, she's fishing for information to yeah. learn something. Well, I think from Julie. You. I think Julie has Julie, a big. I think I think Julie has a big crush on me, and I think that uh, she dreams at night if I could wear a Donald Trump mask and 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 cuddle with her. I think that's what she wants. Um, but you know, when yes. it's all said and done, <laughs> when it when it's all said and done. Um, like I said, I really do enjoy, uh, conversing with anybody, uh, somebody like you or somebody that disagrees with me. I don't have a problem with that, but if you can't come up with an example and you just call me a propagandist, uh, and, and nobody is, well, pa- nobody is paying me or telling me what to say on this show. You know, I get frustrated, exactly. when pe- you know, these exactly. are my own opinions, my own thoughts. I do my own content. I book my own guests and I can talk about whatever I wanted to talk about. If I was Marjorie Taylor Greene or I thought like her, I'd probably talk about Hunter Biden's penis the entire show. But that's not the type of show yep. that I do here, right? Um, I'm not going to talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. I'm not going to talk about drag queens. I'm not going to talk about gender ideology. I'm going to talk about the real issues that are facing the American people and why Donald Trump is a threat to our democracy and he's a threat to people like you and me. He doesn't care about people like you and me. He certainly doesn't care and uh, why I'm voting for Joe Biden in November. And I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not going to change who I am and what I do. But, but you know what, Brian? The truth is, and I, I mean, this guy has he disrespects the courts. He don't like any decision. He well, of course, he don't care yeah. for their decisions. He's the crybaby victim. Cry, cry, but he's ready he's to a, put everybody else under the bus. When he talks about being a victim, yeah. he mentioned if he was president, if he went yeah. president, he's going to use his first month to go after his. Uh huh. You're absolutely right. He is a crybaby right. victim. But and, now yeah. all of a sudden, you see. Yeah. No, you're right. Listen, listen, let me tell you, let me tell you something. He's going to have to pay upwards of $500 million. There's a chance he might go to jail. I don't know if that's going to happen, but mark my words, mark my words within a year, he's going to be a convicted felon. Anthony, I'm glad uh, you called in. It's good to hear from you. And uh, yeah, we got to have a statement. I still got a bone to pick with you. One of them good states. I mean, I don't advertise in them anymore, but I would, I would love, I would love to do that with you, Anthony. So you call back anytime. I'm serious, I, I am as well. I appreciate you, Anthony, and thank you for listening, okay? All right. Take care. Uh, take care. You as well. All right, so here's what we're going to do before we go to break. 
because I care about my listeners, right? I always have. I always will. Even people that call me a propagandist. Uh, and by the way, that's the same guy who probably watches Alex Jones every night. Um, I want to give away a pair of tickets. So I have teamed up with the Jersey Boys. Now, here's the caveat to this. We have people calling in from all over the country. And, and we have had a lot of locals that have called in uh, today as well, by the way. But here's what we're going to do. I have a pair of tickets to give away to see an incredible show. I've teamed up with the Jersey Boys. They're performing at the Orleans Casino. And I want to give you a, a pair of tickets. I'm giving away free tickets all week. If you live in Vegas, you must live in Vegas. I want you to be the fifth caller right now. And you just scored yourself a pair of tickets to see Jersey Boys. You could also check out their website at jerseyboys.vegas. Give us a call, 702-221-7283. And again, that number, 702-221-SAVE. 702-221-7283. You got to live in Vegas. Fifth caller right now, and you just won yourself a pair of Jersey Boys tickets. We're going to finish the rest of this show on my YouTube page. I appreciate you all watching on the Occupy Democrats Network. We're going to finish the show on my personal YouTube page. If you want to subscribe to my personal YouTube page, it's at PTL Radio Show, uh, and that's where you can watch the rest of the show. I'm going to end all the other feeds. At PTL Radio Show on my YouTube page. Subscribe for free. I also ask that you subscribe to the Occupy Democrats page, $5. That's all it costs, and you can see content. A former co-host of mine, I put up one of his tweets, but you can only see it if you're the Occupy Democrats subscriber. So do that. It's only 5 bucks a month. YouTube page, at PTL Radio Show, if you want to uh, check out the rest of the show on my YouTube page. I appreciate all of you out there. Uh, Getting calls from all over the world, uh, not just all over the country. Uh, it, I'm very humbled by that, and, I, and, and it makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. I love all the love that you give me on this show, even my MAGA supporters out there. I really do. Great phone calls today. Really good phone calls today. Great questions, and uh, my audience is very smart, most of you. There might be a few that might need a little bit of help, uh, but uh, I appreciate all of you out there. I really do. It means a lot, and I'm going to continue fighting the fight and doing this show. If you want to watch the rest of the show... It's got to be the YouTube page at PTL Radio Show. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. You are listening to Pushing the Limits right here on KSHP. Did you know that 99% of air conditioning issues start with airflow issues? Well, guess what? Pioneer Air has your back. They've been operating for 20 years in the industry within the Las Vegas area. Large enough to handle all your air conditioning and heating needs, but small enough to know your first name. Pioneer Air focuses on preventative care, much like wellness checks for humans. They believe in wellness checks for air conditioning and heating systems to extend the life of the system you own. So what are you waiting for? Schedule your wellness check with Pioneer Air today. The number to call is 702-831-4840. Here's the best news. Mention this ad and you'll receive 10% off. Call Pioneer Air today, 702-831-4840. That number again, 702-831-4840. I'm Eva Chase, a candidate for Nevada State Assembly District 16, former Lieutenant Governor candidate, progressive, independent Democrat, U.S. Air Force veteran, college graduate, fully transitioned, transgender woman. I support women's rights and veterans and unions and other progressive ideas. Please donate to my campaign on Spot Fund and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and X. Stay progressive, everybody. 
Buying or selling a home is a huge life event that requires guidance from an expert in the industry and community. My name is Blake Wynn. You may recognize my name as my grandfather was the best governor the state of Nevada has ever had. Growing up in Las Vegas, I've come to know this community intricately. Now, I am raising a family here as well. So I understand all the issues impacting our home and quality of life. As the top realtor for the number one real estate team at Keller Williams, you can have confidence in my experience, knowledge, and track record. When it comes to buying, selling, or investing in real estate, choose a name you can trust and someone who understands the community you call home. Call Blake Wynn today and experience the difference of a trusted expert. 702-540-3311. My name is Hunter Kane, and I'm talking with you for a call to action for our veterans in Clark County. Who is Hunter Kane? Well, I'm a decorated combat veteran, veteran community leader, and candidate for Clark County Commission. Do you know, no veteran has served on the commission in nearly 30 years, which is why our veteran homelessness, unemployment, and suicide rates are out of control. So here's the call to action. June 11th, vote veteran, vote Kane for Clark County. Let's rally behind someone who's been in the trenches, who knows the sacrifices, and who's committed to making a real difference. Join the campaign by searching Elect Hunter Kane on social media or go to www.electhunterkane.com. care for maintenance, you'll have a team of professionals at your service. Every one of our technicians has been factory trained and master status certified to ensure that you receive the highest quality and most effective service. Star Auto Care is located at 3540 East Tropicana Avenue, just east of Pecos. Star Auto Care is confident in their prices and will match any mechanic located within 20 miles. Bring your vehicle in today and let Star Auto Care give you the peace of mind you deserve when you service your car. Visit them online at starautocare.us. Welcome back. It is Pushing the Limits on a Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us. It's always nice to take a deep breath and take a, a few steps away from the uh, craziness that is uh, the political world. That is for sure. Uh, and, you know, when I started in radio, I wasn't I wasn't doing politics. I wasn't really covering politics. I was in tune with it and I watched it. But up until the last maybe seven or eight years is when I, I really did a lot of politics. But at heart, I started doing sports talk radio. And uh, my passion is still basketball. I love going to Knights games. Tough loss yesterday for the Knights. Uh, I love going to Raiders games. Uh, I'm going to be going to an Ignite game this weekend. Paul McKeskey, who played in the NBA for 12 years, he coached for 20 years. He's going to be in studio tomorrow. Uh, you know, excuse me. So, so I, I love talking sports, particularly local sports and the teams that I cover. And I also remember, because I'm very old now, I'm 43 years old. Uh, it's very, very sad, but I remember back in the day when I was 18 years old and I didn't have a care in the world and I had an opportunity to be the play-by-play man for my college basketball team, which is Central Connecticut State University, a little division one college basketball team. And I was having the time of my life. I miss it very badly. And uh, the guy we have with us in the studio right now does play-by-play for college at UNLV. His name is Jordan Rivera. And I said, let's come in. Let's talk a little UNLV hoop since March Madness is right around the corner. And there's plenty to talk about. And we have some mutual friends. And, I, and uh, Jordan, it's a pleasure to meet you. Thank you so much for being here. How are you? Good. Uh, thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure. It really is. Uh, uh, honor, honor to have you in. Uh, what, what does it feel like to be in uh, – I'm just curious before we get to the basketball – an 18-year-old kid living in Las Vegas. Like, I moved here in my early 20s. You're not 21. 
Like, what do you do in Vegas when you're 18? <laughs> I'm curious. Um, so, yeah, it's funny. I mean, I've been here all my life. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm born and raised here. So, uh, I mean, you know, you go to the strip. Like, I've probably, in the past four years, I've probably been to the strip, like, twice. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not much to do except walk around. I mean, back in high school, we used to mess around, do stupid stuff on the strip, you yeah. know. Try I to still g- do that. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. But, I mean, out here, I mean. Yeah. <sighs> I just go to school. I work. And You're responsible. I try. Me, I mean, I, I still I still hang out with my boys on the weekend. But That's after cool. high school, I mean, especially in Vegas, you can't do much when you're not 21. True. I mean, I lived in Connecticut where I guess cow tipping was the only popular thing back when I was 18. And I didn't participate in that, by the way. So I don't want to hear from animal control people. <laughs> but uh, I, I not not much care in the world. I was hanging out with my with my high school sweetheart back in the day. You know, us going to like TGI Fridays uh, was like a, a night out for us. But uh, well, you have a passion for obviously broadcasting, right? Oh, I love it. And you you do color for the UNLV basketball team, yes, and sir. this is something you want to do for a living, which I think is great. It's awesome. You've got good pipes, by the way, which is great. Probably better than <laughs> yeah. me. Um, so let's talk a little UNLV hoops. Um, let's talk. Yeah. So I've been covering UNLV basketball for for like twenty years, right? Yeah. And when Lon Kruger was here, this is, um, you know, when you were like five years old, yeah, probably. But coach. when Lon Kruger was here, um, UNLV had national relevance. They were winning yeah. Mountain West Conference tournaments. They were top 25 in the country consistently. They didn't pay Lon Kruger the money he wanted. He left. He went right. to Oklahoma. Um, then we got Dave Rice, former UNLV. Yeah. Nice guy. He was in studio here yeah. several months back. Um, his assistants did a great job recruiting. Yeah. But couldn't win games in March. Couldn't no. get it done. Nice guy. Nothing against Dave Rice. Love Lon Kruger. Uh, and then they hire Marvin Menzies. I say they. Uh, yeah. I call her the Joker, which is the former UNLV athletic director, Desiree Reed francois who did an atrocious job when she was here. She exactly. did hire. Uh, I give her credit for hiring the women's basketball coach. She's done Dude, a phenomenal. They're fantastic. Phenomenal. That, yeah. that women's basketball yeah. team is fantastic. But then, no, Marvin Menzies was a yeah. huge disappointment. TJ Otzelberger, while he's doing a great job at Iowa State, he never wanted to be here. Um, now we have Kevin Kruger. Coach, yeah. Great Coach, guy. Coach Kruger, we love him. Yeah, nice guy, yeah. right? Great guy. Um, I root for him. He's an easy guy to root for. Um, my personal opinion, and we'll get to the Nevada game, but my yeah. personal opinion is I'm not sure he's getting the job done, and I don't think he's, he. you know, I, I felt like this year, and listen, he's still got time this, you know, this end of this month and in March, but I feel like he really has to do something in March in order to keep his job. What do you say? Yeah, I mean... The fans will tell you that too. I mean, what this is his third season here. Yeah. Um, still haven't got to March Madness, um, and the fans, the fans want that. You know, we haven't been there in a while, and the fans want that. So he's on a short leash. I, I, I could see the way I've thought about it this season is even if we don't make the tourney this year, I could, I, I do see him getting one more year. But he has to tighten up. There has been some times in plan where, yeah, he is a great person, but some in-game adjustments. Sometimes he calls that timeout too late. So well, I thought he got not... out coached at the end of the Nevada yeah, game. I thought he and got... that's exactly that's Steve exactly. Alford. And listen, Steve Alford's a guy that's been around forever, right? I felt like let's talk about that game. I felt like you know you have a nine-point lead late in a game against your in-state rival. You can't lose that basketball no, game. But no. I felt like Steve Alford took some very timely timeouts, oh. some great offensive sets. And I'm a I'm a student of the game, as I'm yeah. sure you are. Yeah. And I see the plays he's running, and it's not just your typical pick and roll screen at the top of the key, which is, you know, what Kevin Kruger does with Thomas and Boone every time. It's so predictable. I said what he was going to do before yeah. it even happened. Alfred, what is he doing? I saw guys setting four or five screens. I see guys cutting to the basket and they're getting the shot that they want. It happened multiple times at the end of the game. 
And I think that comes down to coaching. You, I think UNLV has more talent than Nevada. I, I 100% agree. And I do see that. Um, Kruger, yeah, the offensive sets are kind of boring with UNLV. He has D, he has DJ Thomas. We call him DJ. Yep. We have D, he has DJ and you either Boone or Whaley set the pick and then you kind of just dump it off in the post. There's no movement around the corners. Right. No off balls. I, I really don't see off balls. And when you look at Nevada, they got Lucas. Um, sure. great sure. shooter. Sure, he he's he always coming. Game. Yeah, he yep. did. He cooled off a little bit in the yep. second half, but he's always coming off a screen. You got Blackshear driving up. It, Blackshear it, didn't even have a good game. No, it's like Nevada didn't even play. No, well. they didn't. Right. And UNLV was the better team that right. night, which is why it sucks to have that loss. But mm. UNR, like you said, that that timeout when they were down nine with about two minutes thirty left, and UNLV had all the momentum. And I said that timeout was crucial. I remember on the broadcast, I was like, that's a good timeout because it slowed everything down. And right after that timeout, you could see that's when the change happened. Yeah. That's when UNLV, four straight possessions, they it was three turnovers and a missed shot. And mm. UNR scored every time down the court. And, and missed free throws too, of course. Uh, yeah, you that, know, listen, Thomas is your age, right? He's 18. Uh, 19. Is We're he both 19? 19? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know... Yeah, he misses those two free throws. He's a high school senior, technically. Yeah, yeah. and that's you know, listen, I'm not going to put pressure on him, and and you know, it would have been nice if he made the, at least made one, but Boone missing a pair of free throws with two minutes to go is unacceptable. Yeah, that's a uh, fifth year guy. That, that was unacceptable. Yeah. That can't happen. Uh, there's a lot of reasons why they lost the game. I also felt like they took the air out of the ball way too early, and you got to put the pedal to the metal. Yeah, but I look at listen, they've had some nice wins. They, they beat New, they beat New Mexico twice. They beat yeah. Creighton. Creighton. Uh, took care of UConn last yes, night. Yes, so they a, did. I didn't a, see that. It's a nice win for UNLV. They have some good wins this year, but I think their losses are worse. It's yeah. Like you can't get thumped by 40 to Air Force on your home yeah. court. And the first game of the year was, a, I know that the Boone brothers weren't out there, but that Air Force loss is a head scratcher. No, me. that, and it's, it's weird because prior to that Air Force loss, that Utah State games, that's going to haunt them this yeah. whole season because they should have won that Utah State game. Ranked team, you got to pull that out. And then they go Colorado State. They damn near beat Colorado State. And then just to come out so flat against the Air Force, yeah. one of maybe yeah. bottom five team in the conference. I mean, and I mean, Air Force plays that game where if they're hot, they go. But sure. they just looked so flat that night. Yeah. Turnovers, they did not. They looked sloppy. So here's my opinion. First of all, I think Harper is a very good, capable athletic director. I yeah. like him yeah. very much. Uh, Arroyo was a complete embarrassment. And another joker, Desiree Reed. Friend. I'm sorry, I keep calling her the joker because <laughs> she, she looks like the joker. Uh, but, um, you know, the hire of, of, Marcus, uh, of Marcus Arroyo was an embarrassment. That guy was not only a terrible head coach, but he was terrible with the media, terrible with the community. And then what does Eric Harper do? He does what he's supposed to do. And I appreciate that. He fired Arroyo and he hired a really good head coach. Uh, this guy, Odom, has done a phenomenal job in turning the program around pretty much immediately and setting the tone. I give Harper a lot of credit for that. I give Odom and his coaching staff and the players a lot of credit. So Harper has proven that he's a guy that's willing to pull the trigger and uh, get somebody else in. Kevin Kruger was not Eric Harper's hire. Yeah. Um, here's what I think needs to be done here in the next month. Uh, and, and I have no pleasure in saying this because, as you said and I said, Kevin's a really good guy. Yeah. I really like him a lot personally. Lo wonderful family, legendary father. Yeah. I want Kevin to stay here and I want it to work out. But it's my job to be honest on this show, which exactly. so many people, including those at the flagship <laughs> station, do not do. You have to. Um, here's what I would say what Kevin needs to do in the next month. Um, 
you're not going to be able to win the conference regular season. That ain't no. going to happen. No. Uh, and the loss pretty much solidified it against yeah. Nevada. I believe there are at least five teams that are better than UNLV. San Diego State's certainly a better team. Utah State. Those are the top two teams yeah, in the conference that have shoe-ins to the NCAA tournament, exactly. no matter what happens from yeah. here on out. Then I look at a team like New Mexico. UNLV beat them twice, but New Mexico has a better record. Yeah. Then I look at Colorado State. Uh, big game coming up at home Saturday. They're a top 25 team in the country. And last year they came in here and they beat UNLV. That's a better team. I just named four teams that are better. And uh, of course, I'm leaving out Nevada. Um, on paper, Nevada should not be a better team, but they are. And Alfred has done a phenomenal job with this yeah. team. I just named five teams you know, that are better. Uh, and I might be missing some teams. Uh, Boise State, I didn't even Boise, name them. Yeah, Boise. They're right there with Boise yeah. State. Boise State, I think, has a better record. Uh, I could uh, be wrong on that. I think I think uh, it's close. Everyone's kind of yeah, clumped together. Yeah, yeah. If Kevin Kruger is in the playing game of the Mountain West Conference Tournament, that's to me, that's, okay, we got to move on. Yeah. Um, unless Kevin gets an invite. For, uh, they're not going to get an invite to the NCAA Tournament unless they win the conference tournament. Yeah. Unless they get an invite to at least the NIT, I, I, I think you have to you have to find somebody else. And yeah. I don't. It doesn't bring me any pleasure in saying that because, as I said, I like Kevin a lot. Would you agree with that? What is what do you think he needs to do over the course of the next month? I, I, I honestly I do agree with you, and it is sad because Kevin is a great guy. Um, but I mean, at the end of the day, being a coach, being you know, running a college organization, professional, whatever level you are, it's not about being a great guy. It's about winning. It's about getting to the big yeah. stage and getting your players national recognition. And if you can't do that, and like you said, it wasn't Harper's hire and Harper's been doing a great job. So right. um, I think, yeah, at some point you do have to pull the trigger. And with the teams, I think UNLV has, I think they have top five talent. I think top, if you look at their roster fully healthy, I they have the talent to go toe to toe, and they've proved it. They're flat out. Utah State has more talent. Utah State. You and, can uh, make the argument that UNLV has just as much talent as almost anybody in the conference. Yes, yeah, I agree. Yeah, with you. I agree, and I think they could yeah. go toe to toe with any given team on coaching, any given night. Coaching, and it's all about coaching because that Air Force yeah. game, and even I remember I was in the post game. I was in the post game presser, and we were talking to Rob Whaley and mm. Keelan Boone. And Why they, did Rob Whaley not touch the ball the final five minutes of the game the other night? I don't, oh. He had a good game, and what the hell? Why are you not giving the ball to Whaley? I mean, that's your best post. I don't understand. That's your best post player. Yeah, I don't. You got And I said, it's so funny. It's it's funny. It's it's great to talk to um, someone about this because I said on the broadcast, I was like, when they, I think there was a timeout called when they were losing a bit of momentum, maybe with a minute thirty, and I I, I said, I said. I'd love to see Coach Krueger draw up a play for Rob Whaley, get try to get post. a mismatch yeah, yeah. because, dude, I love Rob Whaley. That's what Nevada you did. Get, yeah. You remember that set that Nevada had, the go-ahead bucket, where they got the ball to their – I'm trying to remember his name. But the small forward who did not have a really good game, but they, they a strong cut, several screens, and they get the ball to him because it was a mismatch, and he had basically almost an uncontested yeah, layup. I think it was Davidson. Yeah, Davidson, I, yeah, and it was, it was a Davidson. set play that Alfred ran. Yeah. And the only and you're putting so much pressure on Thomas when it's the same. Put the ball in his hands, let him create, pick and roll, and it's it's frustrating. 
Uh, so I'm with you on that. Listen, the Boone brothers are going to be playing professional basketball somewhere. I don't think they're yeah. NBA players, yeah. but they're going to be playing professional basketball somewhere. We all know how good Thomas is. He's only a freshman. He has a chance to be an NBA player. No, Thomas is so a that's, fantastic That's player. three guys. I could also look at, and Rodriguez has not had some good games, but I could see him playing overseas somewhere. Yeah. That's four guys. And you look at Whaley, Whaley. who has really uh, played well the last month yeah. or so. Top to, top to bottom, they have a pretty darn good yeah, roster. Yeah, Whaley's good. Whaley's an undersized four, yeah, obviously. Good but post moves. Yeah. I think I think he could. I think he could definitely play overseas. Maybe get in the G League. Yep. I think he could play in the G League. Great post moves. He's a fantastic post player. Yeah, but yeah, but, you, but like, that's saying. the point. I mean, it's like you know, you have a lot of talent on this team, and it's um, it's unfortunate. Let me ask you this. Um, this is a criticism that I've had for UNLV students, not you. Uh, <laughs> but no matter how bad or good a team is, I don't think there's an excuse for students not to show up now the, the crowd uh, nevada was great fantastic crowd okay loud crowd the students showed up i give them credit yeah but when i look at these air force games and these colorado state games and these boise games and san diego state you know even san jose state and and you know san diego state the the, the Forget about the fans that have to pay money. I'm talking about the students. Yeah. The students just don't show up to these games. Why? You go to school there. Why? Oh, dude, it's a it's it sucks because uh, like you said that UNR game, Thomas and Mac was packed, and it was like actually mm -hmm. it was amazing to see because those fans were into the game and it helped the team for sure. And I it, and you know why? And me and my co-broadcaster Donovan were talking about this. It's because UNLV will get a packed crowd like that. And then they'll do what they did right. in that last two minutes of the game. They'll do what they did, and then the fans disappoint. And I just don't know. UNLV basketball hasn't been a hot commodity, and I don't think the students care. Like, some of the students don't care. Like, And it sucks because we get solid student turnout, I'd say. Like, that Air Force game was empty. I remember that. The Fresno remember, game was all right. Um, but, like, I remember, Jordan, I, I remember back in the day, you know, Lon Kruger when they were nationally relevant. Man, the fans yeah. were great. And even Dave Rice, because we had so much NBA yeah, talent. Yeah, we did. Uh, the fans did show up and the students showed up. And I understand UNLV is not a very, very good basketball team. But I just don't think there's an excuse for the students not to show yeah. up, especially on a weekend. It's like, what else do you have to do? No. Uh, I get it. There's a lot of other options in town, but I don't see a lot of UNLV students forking up three, 400 bucks to go to a Vegas Golden Knights game no. or a Raiders game or whatever. Um, I just don't understand that. You know? Yeah, I, I, I don't either. Like, I, I, I just love sports, so and I get it. Like, I, I just love watching sports. So, I mean, doing what I get to do and talking, sure, obviously. Sure. But it is a free ticket, and I think that's what it's all about. Like, yeah. our student section is tiny, and I bet you go look at different teams. I bet you go uptown, UNR, their student section isn't tiny. Crazy. Crazy. Their student section isn't tiny. Well, they also, other... they also don't have an, a former athletic director like we had that offered students free tacos, thinking that that would lure students in, give them a couple dollar tacos. I mean, that was just Desiree Reed Francois. I, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just, as you can probably tell, I wasn't a big fan. Yeah, I, I yeah. like Harper. I think he's a good dude. Yeah. Uh, but it's really hard to get students to games, especially when they're not winning. No, yeah. I, I mean, when they're not winning. And honestly, as a student on campus, I feel like it's not not particularly like advertised it's not particularly like maybe they don't promote it enough promoted enough you know what i mean um i think they could do a better job with that but that's like not even athletic direct that's like school top guys but right i don't know i think maybe on social be more but i mean at the end of the day if you're not putting out a product that yeah. you know students want to watch they're mm -hmm. not going to come right i agree with you uh so obviously we're both rooting for kevin we yeah, want him of to course. succeed i definitely do 
and we want him to win. But if it doesn't work out and Eric Harper lets Kevin go, I've named some coaches that I think would be perfect for the job, and some people might disagree with me on this. Um, I go with somebody like Jay Wright, and that would be a slam dunk because oh. Jay Wright's been retired. 100%. I've interviewed him. He's interviewed for the basketball job here before. Okay. He loves Las Vegas. Wouldn't be a lot of pressure on him rebuild. I just think that would be an uh, if he's interested, that would be a slam dunk hire. One hundred percent. I look at somebody controversial like a Bobby Huggins, and I know that he's had his issues with DUI, but he's a huge name. Yeah, he's a great basketball coach, um, and I think we need a little controversy here again. We yeah, don't want we might. your yeah. So I think Bobby Huggins would probably be interested in the job. A friend, a personal friend of mine, and a guy that was a national college basketball coach of the year. He's an assistant with Boise State right now, and that's Larry Eustace. Um Guys brought four different teams to the NCAA tournament. Uh, he coached Colorado State not that long ago and did a good job there. Uh, I know Larry would take the job in a heartbeat. Um, those are three really solid guys. I, I'm tired of the young up and coming coaching. I'm yeah. for, for UNLV to hire a guy that's been around a while that can turn this program around. Uh, and I agree with you. I, I think, especially here, especially you're bringing 18 year olds to Las Vegas. You want to recruit them. I think you need a solid, experienced leader that knows how to lead them and knows how, not only how to get their play right on the court, but to get their head right. And there's right. the classroom, get their head right mm-hmm. in the film room, sure. on the practice court. Sure. And like you said, Jay Wright, that would be home run if we could. No question. And I look at a guy like Odom, right? And yeah. the guy was in a really tough conference. And he yeah. won half his games. You ask me, that's an accomplishment. And it's just the way he is with the media. And by the way, Kevin's great with the media, yeah, too. Yeah, he I'm not, is. I'm not gonna he criti- is 100%. Kevin does really good with the media as well. I'm not criticizing him for that, but... Uh, one thing I, you know, I remember the first time I interviewed Odom, and this was way before the season started. And he had told me he had been to already 20 local high schools recruiting in the first two weeks that he had been here on the job. And I said right away, and I said it on the air, I said, this guy's going to turn this around. Now, I didn't think he would turn it around this fast, but I said, I think this is a good hire. Yeah. And I think this guy's going to turn it around. He appreciates the media coverage. He appreciates the fan support. The players seem to love him. Yeah. I know players that I've had conversations with off the air that did not like playing for Coach Arroyo. They yeah. said he was aloof. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, and Odom, it's the opposite. They play hard for him. They love him. They know that he's got their back. And the play calling is good. Yeah. Now it sucks that they lost their last several games of the year. But even to get to that point, to get be in a conference championship game and then a ball game, you'd like to win one of those games, maybe yeah. both. But the fact that he just got there in year one, to me, I said he's got to be a candidate for national coach of the year. No, uh, you know? it was great. It was great to see. And especially, I mean, you know, V. That that football program has been atrocious been for really so so long. And now they're relevant. Even when I was like right. I, and I mean, me and my dad, we followed UNLV sports for a long time, and I just I I yeah. can't even put my mind on it. The last time I experienced a winning season sure. from them, and like I really can't. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fun, right? It was fun. It was fun. It was really good to see them get a bowl game, and yeah, yeah, they got they got blown out. But I mean, that Kansas team was good. That's a good Kansas, good Kansas team they played. Team. Um, but no, I think Odom done a great job, especially the local recruiting. But Odom was a knock, a, a home run and, hire. For and Larock, and you know, the one thing Desiree Reed Francois did well, besides being very well dressed, was that uh, she uh, she hired Larock, who has really turned the UNLV women's program around. That UNLV, um, yeah, yeah, they're nationally relevant, and no, I, I, I'll give her credit for that. Larock has done a phenomenal job, 
And I don't think that helps Kevin cause uh, Kevin's no. cause any, you know, um, give out. So give out your contact um, since we got to we got to bring this to a wrap. This segment's gone by fast, but I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, being here, Jordan. Fun. Give out your social medias. How can people follow you and, and follow you on social media and listen to your broadcast? Um, so my name is Jordan Rivera. That's the Instagram spelled with a Y. My mom spelled it a little weird. <laughs> J-O-R-D-Y-N. Uh, last name Rivera. R-I-V-E-R-A. And um, you can listen to our broadcast. It's the Scarlet and Gray uh, YouTube channel. We do a live stream every home game. And just come in and tune in if you don't have time to go to the game. It's always fun. We, uh, me and my play-by-play guy, we sometimes switch off, but he's a he's a he he does really good, and we keep you well informed. It's entertaining. We get hype. We get we get off the seeds, especially that uh, UNR game. We were getting we were getting pretty hype. It was a fun game to do. I wish we would have won it. But it's a good basketball yeah. game. Just unfortunate yeah. the yeah. way UNLV lost. Uh, I'll tell you what, the Mountain West Conference tournament is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be. I I'm some, very some excited for that. Good I'm very bas- excited for that. Good basketball. Some good teams and. Uh, uh, you know, as I always tell people, if you're going to have any sort of success in this business, you, you have to have a passion. And sure, yeah. certainly you do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, covering sports for a living was always fun for me. Yeah. Now I just have to cover politics, too. And that's, yeah, not, that's that. not, not always as much fun. But, uh, well, we'll definitely have you in again. I, yeah, I, I, I look forward to it. It was I, really fun. I appreciate you being here, Jordan. And uh, we wish Kevin Kruger good luck. And we yeah. will, we will yeah. see what happens here. Yeah, we'll see a, it. They're a talented team. I think yep. they're going to do – I think <laughs> – I think if everything goes right, yeah. they can they can they could make a run. You go into the game uh, this weekend? Yes, sir. That's going to be a big one against Colorado. Yes, State. sir. Uh, big could be a big bounce back game for them. And of course, they're on the road against Air Force tonight. Jordan Rivera, I appreciate you being here. Thank you. Thank you, and I appreciate all of our listeners. That's a wrap, folks. We're going to take a 22-hour break. We will see you tomorrow. For you sports fans out there, former NBA player Paul McKeskey will be joining us in the studio. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Have a great day.